The Glacier National Park that we see today is a work still in progress, a marvel to behold. Its terrain varies from rolling hills of buff-colored grass and sloping forests of deep emerald green to windswept subalpine meadows with one of the loveliest displays of wildflowers in all of North America. This rugged fortress of mountains cradles the park's lingering ice fields and glacier-carved valleys. Its contours are embellished by sparkling lakes and streams, and the awesome baritone of falling water is everywhere. The park is dominated by two magnificent stretches of the northern Rocky Mountains, the Livingston and Lewis Ranges, with the Continental Divide cutting right across them. The Continental Divide in Glacier does more than bisect the continent's water distribution. There are bears in this park. Not just black bears, but grizzly bears. Grizzlies are larger, more powerful, and less predictable than black bears. If a grizzly is startled or feels threatened, it may attack and is capable of harming, even killing the animal or human perceived as the threat. Such attacks are very rare, but the thought or threat of one is very real. The presence of such magnificent yet dangerous animals in a national park, visited by humans, reveals the untamed character of this wilderness. District Park Ranger Charlie Logan. People may come to the park and experience some high-level anxiety or fear of traveling through bear country, and I do too. As a park ranger, I have those same fears, but it's neat to know that there's an area that I can go and hike and have those feelings that I can't get somewhere else. It's exciting to know that there are grizzly bears in the park and that you're traveling in the same country that they are too. But why allow the bear to exist in the park? If the bear threatens the visitor, and visitation and use are goals of the park service, why not eliminate the grizzly? Why not move them out of the park to a place where there are no people to endanger? That's because the National Park Service must also preserve the land and the plants and animals it contains. You may not know that the grizzly once roamed much of the western portion of North America. Its long claws are meant for digging, not climbing, making this animal more suitable to live on the plains, not in the mountains. Sensitive to human influence, the grizzly has vanished from most of its original range, leaving these mountains as one of the last retreats of the grizzly. If one considers that people have provoked the near extinction of the grizzly from the western United States, our sympathies might be more with the bear. By studying the bear and learning of its life and habits and temperament, we might be less afraid. We may begin to appreciate that the bear's presence here signifies a healthy ecosystem, one that we are a part of, one that we are privileged to enter. Like the Blackfeet Indians, then, we may come to understand that the bear deserves not our fear, but our respect. Chief Earl Oldperson. Well, uh, you know, those days, people really didn't talk about uh, grizzly bears. You know? and they didn't say that they feared, you know, this and that. It seemed like uh, they were right with the animals. And when they were out there, no, no one, nothing bothered them. As you hear today, you know, there's people being 
mauled by a grizzly bear. I think it's just how people enter into those places. Our people were friends with the animals. We have learned a fair amount about the grizzly. In the winter, when the park receives few visitors to the backcountry, there are very few grizzlies about. They have sheltered themselves from the elements and are asleep or hibernating.